right. Who wants to do the intro? I'm sick, so one of you guys have to do it. I'll do it. This man right. looks like a broke Don Cheadle. What is this? <laughs> All right, I'll start now. It's in a broke Don Cheadle. Um, welcome back to the latest and newest, this microphone is working, sorry, um, edition of Down for the Count. Um, Janae is not with us again this week, but I do have Alexis and Tiffany with me if you guys want to say hi. Hi. Hello. Okay, and then there's a lot that went on the past couple weeks so I think we'll probably start off with uh, Naomi, Sasha, because that's kind of where we left off last week, so we or last episode, so we can kind of yeah. pick off where we left off. Um, there was apparently, obviously, there was news circulating that there was supposed to be a tournament for the quote-unquote vacant tag titles, which I have my opinions about. Um, but the idea of that end up getting scrapped and then Naomi and Sasha are still MIA from TV and from being mentioned. Mm-hmm. They've been pulled from the intro for the shows. You don't see them anymore. They're no longer in the intro of SmackDown, which they were supposed to be SmackDown superstars. They don't mention them anymore. The last thing they did was USA Network put out an article or something about Naomi and Sasha letting everybody down and um, being unprofessional, very similar to what WWE put out and countless of other dirt sheets who reported it. Now the report is that Naomi and Sasha are indefinitely suspended. Now, I remember and recall that those indefinite suspensions whether they're kayfabe or not, usually don't last any longer than a month, which is approximately 30 days. So more than likely, they'll be back probably a little bit before money in the bank, especially if this is a work, which Nicole believes it's a work wholeheartedly. Um, I don't want to be one of those fans, but <laughs> I think it's a work. I don't know what to believe anymore. I just think if it's not a work, it's very fucked up. It's the only way I can explain it. Oh, yeah. But I mean, that's on brand for them. So again, I wouldn't be. That's not surprising for me. This is this is just messy. Um, I don't like the way that they've been treated on social media, first off. Um, and they don't seem too bothered by it from what I've been seeing about Instagram and shit. They out here living their best life. Like Naomi and her husband, Naomi and her husband went to the beach. She's looking good. Like they ain't worried. I think that's why I don't care about what says what's getting said on social media. Cause literally the next day, Sasha was at a Steve Aoki concert. So I was like, so I'm like I get and like I do wholeheartedly agree how some things um like how you know especially women of color especially black women are treated within like the industry and the company and blah blah like again that's something that we've talked about endlessly (laughs) but I'm at the point where it's like if they don't seem to give a fuck I'm not gonna sit here and harp on and because they're just continuing to live in their best and live um just living their best life so I don't give a shit I mean I I do give a shit but if they don't care I don't care they get some time off. They ain't got to be slamming their backs on no mat for no 
next five weeks. So like if they happy, I'm happy. I'll put it that way. Right. You I don't like that, but <laughs> Sasha don't seem worried. Naomi don't seem worried. The only people who are sweating it are y'all on social media trying to decode everything that they put on it that they post. And it's like but it but it do lend to the credibility of what Nicole's talking about about the it being the work. Because if they were really upset about it, they wouldn't be that silent. If all of what they did was real, why would they why would they be okay with it? Like they didn't say anything. Right? No, yeah, they said nothing. They did remove, you know, WWE stuff from their bios and stuff. Like they was obviously upset. But like, I'll put it this way: when New Day were, um, we was on quarantine and New Day was talking about it. It was a had talked about their frustrations. They went on video on Twitter and talked about it. And was talking about how Kofi was champion and they was doing Kofi all types of dirty and everything that they had to do just to get Kofi in as champion. Like, I don't know. It it do lend to the credibility of it being a work. It do. I just think it's so funny that the one thing, the reason why they were doing this, why they were venting their frustrations with the women's tag division being in shambles at the way it is. And so they kayfabe wrote them off. Let's just call it kayfabe for argument. Okay. Yeah. And then they try to put a tag team tournament together. And then they realized that Sasha and Naomi was right. Cause they're like, Oh fuck. We ain't, we ain't, we, we ain't got nobody. <laughs> How are you going to do a tournament with no tag teams? Exactly. How are you going to do that? Instead of you trying so hard to fix the situation, I mean, in my eyes, Sasha and Naomi did you a fucking favor. Mm-hmm. At least Sasha was the last one to hold the title since she introduced it. She got to win with that title and with Naomi at WrestleMania, which is something that she really wanted. So in the end, she still won. So... <laughs> I I don't like it. I don't like the way that they've been painted. But if this all works out for them in the end, then I'll be okay with it. But if this is real and they really did, did do this to them, then this is something that I, I don't think I can fuck with. I, I'm going to forever hold this against them because it's some bullshit. Oh, yeah, for sure. Trash. But it's nothing. I'm not surprised. But I, I think I'm so desensitized to anything that wwe does because i just don't care because i just because they're just gonna do trash shit they've been doing trash shit for years this is a even top 20 worst things they've ever done so that's why i'm just not phased by it like i just expect trash and i think you know it shouldn't be that way but it's just like and you know i'm just like not not surprised no more so you know what it just proved them right. They tried to do this thing. They shut it down because we got at the end, Sasha and Naomi were fucking right. Well, to go um, on to more happier things, Charlotte and Andrade got married. Um, finally. This past week. And she looked beautiful. Um, 
the makeup artist that did her makeup did a good job. She looked great to me. I loved her dress. I thought she looked beautiful in her dress. All her bridesmaids wore white. They wore like white silk-like dresses. They looked really nice. The whole wedding was nice. They got married in Mexico. And I'm happy that she got married. She seemed really happy. So congratulations to Charlotte and Andrade. Mm -hmm. ODB, formerly of um, Impact, she just got engaged this past week as well. Congratulations to her. I hope she gets married and has a big old wedding and is happy too. Seems like everybody's getting married. A few months ago, we had Carmela and Alexa Bliss getting married. And now you got Charlotte and ODB it's getting ready to get married. So love is in the air, ladies and gentlemen. Get some white right. sauce. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, right. monkey pox and love. Yeah. Oh my God. Not the monkey pox. All Fucking right. monkey pox. Did you find another ant in here? <laughs> this cat. All right. So let's do a little brief once over of AEW's Double or Nothing. All right. All right. Okay. <clears throat> Let's pull up the results. I can tell you the one that pisses me off. <laughs> so everybody knows that MJF was the center focal point of Double or Nothing. The question was, was he going to show up or was he going to blow it off? Probably because prior to that, MJF did not show up to a meet and greet that they had set up in Vegas for the fans. So there was a big point of contingency, almost to the point where they said about a few hours before the show, they had pulled all advertisement for MJF and Wardlow's match. And it was unknown until about 90 minutes before Double or Nothing was set to start that MJF was actually going to show up. And he did show up. So they were able to have the match, and it was the first match of the night. Of course, Wardlow won. It was a complete domination of a match, and that was it. Um, there were other matches on this card. Hook, Housen, which is Dan Housen and Hook. When I, I, love that. Tony Nese. I love that. <laughs> Tony Nese and Smart Mark Sterling. Um. Kyle O'Reilly went up against Dar Darby Allen. Jay Cargill went up against Anna Jay. House of Black went up against the Death Triangle. From what I hear, that was a standout match. They, a lot of people love that match. Mm -hmm. American Top Team went up against Guevara, Tay Conti, and Frankie Kazarian. And Tay got the shit kicked out of her by her man. Yeah, yeah she ate a Sammy Guevara boot, which I'm pretty sure she's used to doing. Um, the Hardys went up against the Young Bucks. Not a lot of people were pleased with that match. In fact, the ratings that I saw for that match were fairly low. They felt like um, Matt and Jeff were not on the same accord, and they weren't pleased with the Young Bucks' performance in that match either. Um, I think with that, the only thing I'm going to say about that is that people hyped this up to be a fucking dream match, and it didn't deliver. 
because right off the bat, Jeff got hurt. Well, he's old, so. And just like, well, I, I fucking could have told y'all that, but no one wants to listen. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay so um back to the matches uh hookhausen and dan hookhausen beat tony niece and um smart mark sterling um wardlow beat mjf to the point where mjf was stretchered out of the arena the funny thing about that was <laughs> they put the oxygen mask over his nose and forehead and it just it was oh, so mess. bad it was so bad and i was just like jesus mary and joseph they just cannot get it together ultimately <laughs> the hardy boys did defeat the young bucks in that match we mentioned them earlier they did beat them um and Wardlow was finally signed as All Elite with AEW Wrestling. Um, Jay Cargill beat Anna Jay. She's still TBS champion. And Stokely Hathaway came out as um, Jay Cargill's PR uh, manager. So, And, of course, we got to see Athena come out as All Whoa. Elite. She now is the next person in line to challenge Jay Cargill for the TBS champion, along with Chris Statlander. And I don't know who the other girl was that came out with them. Mm. I, I can't remember. I can't Are you remember. you talking about who. what, Jade? No, no, no. Because I know who Jade has with her. But who was on the side with Chris Statlander and Athena? Was it Anna Jade that was over there? I don't remember. I think it was. It might have been. Might have been Anna J. Because she had just had the match with Cargo, and then she came out, and they were standing there with a three on three. So they even the odds for them. And this was they used that to debut Athena and Stokely Hathaway. Um, Like I mentioned, House of Black went up against Death Triangle, and House of Black did defeat them. Um, Also, you had Adam Cole. Defeat Samoa Joe in the Owen Hart Men's Cup final. (laughs) And then his counterpart, Britt Baker, beat Ruby Soho in the Owen Hart Women's Final. I kind of wish they would have gave that to Ruby. I don't feel like... Or literally anyone that's not Britt Baker. Baker Britt Baker didn't need it. I could understand... They need to let her go for a little bit. Yeah, like I could understand if Britt had been on a losing streak for a while or she had lost that title like months ago and she has been trying to climb her way back up to the top but there was no reason to give her that Owen Cup finals win at all there was no reason I'm seeing to have them stand there as a couple and be the winners it it was a stupid finish in their matching green year I don't give a shit. It was unnecessary, and I, I, I think it, they're doing too much. There's a way, a way to do this, and at some point, your other stars have to get over. Well, you can't you keep know. pushing her ass up to the top, and I find it so strange. Nobody complains. 
but they complain like 90% of the time in A and WWE. But nobody says shit in AEW and they're doing the same fucking thing. Dude, I'm I don't know because I'm seeing more they're pushing Brett Baker more. She's not even champion. I'm seeing her more than their actual fucking champion, which is Thunder Rosa. From what I hear, I feel too happy either. Well, I feel bad for her because I feel like she's getting the short end of a stick, not only with them continuously feeling like they have to push Britt Baker, but I don't think they were accounted for Jade getting as over as she is. Mm-hmm. Because she genuinely has, unlike some people, i.e. Tay Conti and um, Allie, um, has actually consistently improved in the ring. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because Jade realizes if she's going to be front and center, she can't be fucking slacking. Well, and what do you know that shows? I can't say that for some of her other counterparts there, but that's beside. Well, actually, no, that is the whole point. She has able to like work continuously on herself, work well. In general, she's just been killing it. So it's like. Character-wise, ring performance. Character-wise, on point. Her ring, every time she's in a ring, she looks better than the last time. And that's the important thing. And she just has it. You have to put the title on her. They have to to put that title on her, honestly, low-key. At this point. Which is messed up for Thunder because it's like she's an afterthought. It's very similar to Hangman Adam Page's situation. I felt, I felt so bad. Well, you know what? She, a lot of people, and I send it to you guys, a lot of people are saying they're doing what, like, they they did with Cena and Roman. They made them, like, with Brit, like, super Roman, super Cena. It's like, everything's on them. When meanwhile, there's, and this is no offense to John Cena or Roman Reigns, but there are people in the back we want to see more than your ass yeah but in roman's case that was bound to happen he was the only one at the time who had at least enough star power to propel himself forward to where he is now there was nobody else on the roster who could do what he did within the last two years even if they put the entire machine behind Drew you wouldn't have cared he was the only one now the other person that could have done it of course is Randy Orton but Randy's been champion what 14 times mm-hmm. you gotta build another megastar at some point I mean Britt Baker in my opinion is not a megastar she's okay for what she does but she, she, she's okay for where she is. She's a good middle tier. Like I, to me, I don't see her as top tier talent. That's just me. Wrestling wise, I, I think I did at solid. first. I don't think she's that bad. And I agree with that. I think she seemed a little bit more of a star at first. But I think again, like Jade, really came out of the fucking woodworks. Mm-hmm. and 
she basically showed and again it's like I don't want to compare because it's like they're obviously completely different like types of characters but she came in like a Bianca and was just like got herself so over just looks incredibly like looks so credible it's just like great at everything and just exceeds expectations like all around in general well we have some more matches to cover ladies and gents American top team defeated Guevara, Conti, and Frankie Kazarian. You guys already heard how big Conti ate a boot from her fiance. Kyle O'Reilly defeated Darby Allen. And Thunder Rosa defeated Serena Deeb and retained her AEW Women's Championship. Jericho Appreciation Society. Um, okay. When, when's the anarchy in the arena match? What the fuck is the Appreciation Society? So it's basically the Inner Circle 2.0 without Sam and Guevara or Pride of Powerful. And that's the clip that I sent you guys in the group chat where I don't even know who this little fucker is, but they out here calling it the AEW Galaxy... And one little shit said, acknowledge us. And I'm like, oh, you. Who the fuck are you? Like, no, for real. I'm not. I cannot. No, for real. Who the fuck are you? Okay, so Jake Hagar is still in the group. Yeah. And who else? Jericho, Jake Hager, and two, what, two or three other numb nuts. Um, 2.0 or Everize or whatever is in there. Oh, okay. Uh, all right. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> still, still doing nothing. Yeah. He, I'm telling you, like, so I watched clips of that match, and basically it was just a false count anywhere hardcore match. <sighs> that was, that was it. And Daniel Bryan, Bryan oh, is he Daniel Bryan? No, he's Brian Danielson. Brian Danielson. I get fucking confused. Just call him whatever you call him. Vegan pastor. I'm just gonna call him vegan pastor from now yes, on. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna, yes, we're gonna, we're gonna bring we're gonna bring this back, okay? Well, yeah, <laughs> let's do it. Okay. So vegan pastor got I know he got he had some testosterone going because at one point he looked at the camera and he said, I'm gonna kick his fucking head off. And he hey, said hey. it in like such a way i'm like brie got fucked when he got back to that hotel room ew i'm gonna think about that that's gross like it was it was just weird i'm like it's i'm like damn okay pretty much they just tore everything apart it was a bloody mess a bloody mess eddie kingston set jericho on fire but vegan pastor had it save him and put it out and then they lost because jericho put him in the walls of jericho and Hager actually did something and choked him while he was in the walls of Jericho. That sounds a little bit, a little bit too chaotic for my taste. Honestly, it was too chaotic for my fucking taste. So what's that? Because you? you you watch death matches, bro. So that's that says a lot. Yeah. Jurassic Express retained the AEW World Tag Team titles. They went up against Swerve. 
and Lee and Starks and Hobbs in this triple threat tag team match. I want to say that's what it was. It was yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. Okay. Um, forever, whatever reason, Christian Cage was involved in this. So, well, he was um escorting or whatever with Jurassic Express. And I know people are like, everyone needs to stop complaining about, I will never stop complaining about Jurassic Express because they are literally holding those fucking tag tiles hostage. I don't care what nobody says. Oh, shit. The Young Bucks are the ones who it's, held them hostage it's, first. Um, honestly, at this point, I, I, anybody, literally anybody at this point, I'm I not don't I'm fucking not care. Literally yeah. anybody else. Um, CM Punk defeated Hangman Adam Page to become the AEW World Champion. So, well, we don't need to know because you know, but Punk is such a needle mover. That's why they got um, a million views on Wednesday. And I'm being very sarcastic. (laughs) From what I hear, the sarcasm was is very real. No, well, well, there we need. There's been some breaking news. Let's not celebrate Phil's title range just yet, ladies and gentlemen, and everyone in between, because apparently Phil has broken his foot. Oh, I love that. Are you fucking serious? I, just, I was messing around on Twitter. Good decrepit motherfucker. That he, has, <laughs> that he has a broken foot. He will not relinquish. This is what I don't get. He will not relinquish the championship. There will be an interim champion in his steed. Excuse me. They're gonna do that intern champion bullshit again. What the fuck? Absolutely Dude. not. He should relinquish it. He can't defend it. But CM Punk, it's Phil. That's it's bullshit. The, it's the guy that you're supposed to love more than no, you no, 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 no. Just because it doesn't matter that he got injured. He got injured. It happens. You can't fulfill your contractual obligations as champion. So you relinquish the title. They can always put that belt back on you. Are you fucking kidding me? Girl, this is what I'm just seeing on Twitter. It broke. Like, I guess he, like, announced it at, like, the show tonight or something like that. But apparently he has a broken foot. It happened at the pay-per-view, allegedly. I don't, we didn't know the full story. And honestly, I don't care. All I want to say is that CM Punk broke his foot. That sucks. So, you know, and as Nicole say, what are we going to do? Because our needle mover is gone. (laughs) Yeah, okay. You know what what the best thing about this whole thing is? Because I don't want to spend too much time on Phil. But the amount of people who got really like 100% legit pissed that he beat Hangman. And I read something this weekend that just kind of, it kind of hit. And it was like, the honeymoon is officially over for AEW and majority of its fans. And this, if anything, was the trigger point because you saw a lot of people on Twitter going, you know, they always sit here and they're like, oh, we're going to push the new guys. But they give some 44-year-old man the title. Mm. 
all they did was just do exactly what we've been saying for the last three years. Oh. But that is double or nothing. Um, if you watch, still it, trash that he lost it. I'm mad. I don't like it, but really, there's nothing we can do about it. Um, I don't know who their interim champion is going to be. That's going to be an interesting choice, but whatever yeah. works for you. Let's so just give it back to Adam. It. <laughs> yeah, everybody who watched Double or Nothing enjoyed the show um, because MJF they came to the show, did his bit, and shortly after, he left. So he was nowhere to be seen. And everybody was talking about MJF and what he was going to say on Wednesday Night Dynamite. That was your draw, was MJF. And boy. That that forced So, okay. I love the fact that MJF, again, is that guy. I'm going to just spew about my love for this man. He's always in character. So you're not sure if it's a fine line between is this real is this not but real talk if aew is doing this out of shot at wwe because of what naomi and sasha are doing we all jump in everybody at this point right like of course okay cool just want to make sure that i got my baseball bat set up for everything (laughs) (laughs) i honestly if this is not a work I will I will literally die a fucking shock because after okay we need first but after he gave that promo that was just no lies were fucking detected when he came out on Wednesday though. Okay, so let's trip that track. Because MJF came out Wednesday. That was the beginning of the show. He came yeah. out and he just went off he said i am the second highest ratings draw minute for minute throughout this entire company and yet i am not compensated as one he said that you guys bring in all the wwe guys and pay them top tier money and they can't even lace my boots and he called wwe out by name too he called him out by name. He said, Tony Khan is a mark who should be sitting behind the guardrails watching because he doesn't know anything about this business or the company. He went off. He told him that he wants him to fire him, you fucking mark. And that was it. But he laid out his grievances bar for bar, word for word. If you want to hear exactly what he said, it's all over YouTube. However, AEW is copyright striking shit. So unfortunately, we can't play it for you as much as we love to. But right. they love to copyright copyright strike every yeah. um, everyone for clips and videos and stuff like this. Yeah, they uh-huh. are copyright striking everything. Even if you're just doing commentary over it. They copyright striked it. It doesn't matter. So, CYA people, CYA. You know, you can find it on YouTube, on the internet for sure. It's yeah. up there. But um, I mean, we got nobody's it. making any money off of it for sure. For sure, that that is one hundred percent the facts. I mean, we so that promo, what he said verbatim, 
are the very same things that I, Nicole, Alexis, and Janae, when she's here, have been mm-hmm. saying for years, right when they first started bringing in the WWE talent, we said the same thing. And I res- distinctly remember being called a mark, yep. told we don't know what we're talking about. AEW is the savior of wrestling. Leave the wrestling haters. to the men. Right. Y'all some haters. And it's just like all of those voices. nuts in your dad's words. And now all of a sudden, oh yeah, we we agree with you, MJF. We're on your side. You went after them fans too, because a lot of the fans have been saying for years that he can't wrestle, that he's not a good wrestler, and they don't understand why he's there. This is my problem when people say MJF can't wrestle. First off, the dude can wrestle. He's a very good technical wrestler. He has said it in an interview. He said it in multiple interviews because apparently people don't listen, but he can do all the high-flying, flippy, trick shit like everybody else can, but he doesn't want to because he knows you can't make a career off of just being a fucking flippy, tricky guy. Well, and that's what Harley calls it, so that's what I'm going to call it from now on. <laughs> so reassuring by doing all that shit. And he, the injury. Look at Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy is held together by duct tape spit and fucking dreams at this point. Not, Not even it's dreams and nightmares. But yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Meek Mill. <laughs> I shouldn't be laughing, but yeah. I love I've Jeff heard Hardy. for times like this. But I mean, what would we rather see? Would we rather see someone like Jeff Hardy who no. can barely exactly <laughs> can barely fucking walk? Or would you rather see someone like MJF? Sammy Guevara is a very good explanation of this too, because he keeps botching shit. But like, I'd rather see MJF have a very long career, get to the point where AJ Styles is at and be like, you know what? I'm done. I'm hanging the boots up. I'm hanging the scarf up. I'm done. Um, ain't nothing wrong with that I'm also at the point where I am really really sick of all the negative connotation of Miz and everyone just trashing him be like well Miz sucks especially comparing Miz to so and so whoever in AEW it is just it's like and again MJF made a great point he was like just because I'm safe in the ring, I don't drop people on their fucking heads. Yep. And he was like, I'm not doing flippy shit all was like all the time. And I think people, I think, and this is just like I feel like a newer, I'm just gonna sound like an old fogey. Like I feel like that's so much like new brand of wrestling fans. It's like they don't appreciate like the basics. And how traditional and like how well the basics are done. Like there, and they'll be the same ones who talk about how much they fucking love Dusty Rhodes. Dusty Rhodes is a very technical wrestler. He wasn't flipping or doing no shit like that. Macho Man was was technical. All he did was jump off the rope. And then, or you go into like a people like the Owen Hart, like an Owen Hart. Obviously, mm-hmm. the whole family is full of technical wrestlers. So, I mean, again, that's bar none. So, that's why I don't understand why they act like Miz is such... Miz would not be as wrestling as he long as he is if he was, quote-unquote, bad. He's safe and you don't like it. 
Well, let me join the old fogies club with you because I think of guys like Mr. Perfect, Ricky Steamboat, um, Rick Rude. Those guys were all technical wrestlers. One of the best WrestleMania matches, WrestleMania yeah. 3, is uh, Ricky Steamboat versus Macho Man. Fight me on that. And back then, they didn't have to do, I mean, have them fucking wrestle anyway, but you had character work. You had people who could wrestle. I think the problem is a lot of the people are more concerned with the Will Ostrays and the Ricochets of the world. Well, and they, that's a problem. Well, it's, it's, what it is is because they've drifted away from WWE, and I understand why. The showboating of wrestling has drifted into acrobatics and stunts. There is no more actual match quality that you see in wrestling. Most of the time, it's all high-flying tricks and jumps and a lot of stunts. And that's what you see in New Japan sometimes. And a lot of the guys, especially the Americans who get over nowadays, are the ones who are doing those things. So... When people are getting into wrestling now because the internet makes it so accessible, they're not seeing traditional style wrestling. They're seeing that form of wrestling, which in itself is an art form and it needs to be respected too, but it's not the only form of wrestling. And that that's what makes it hard to understand. And then they project onto us as if we don't know anything about wrestling because we prefer a more traditional style or a mix of all forms of wrestling. And it's like, well, that's not wrestling. Well, if we're gonna go there, then let's go there. Wrestling actually is pure mat style wrestling. There are no fucking rings in real wrestling, okay? You're on the mat, your job is to pin or push the opponent out. Like that, that's it. Like you can't marginalize it by what you think that it is. You have to define it by what it is. It's annoying. Don't insult my intelligence because you're a fucking idiot. All forms. Jesus. And I hate, like, I just hate, and it's like, I'm sorry. I'm glad that people like, I'm glad that Miz and others like him are safe so they can, you know, like, watch their children grow up and, like, you know, be able and viable grandparents. Like, no offense. Like, I love Daniel Bryan. Bree's going to end up having to wipe his ass. Yeah. Yeah. Or hire, you know, or hire, or or probably no, because she's she's too hands on. She she probably do herself to be honest. But that's but that's but that's my point. Real real talk. How many guys? Renee too. Yeah, Renee is going to be another one. Real talk, and it's like like, she thinks it's cute. Like it's not fucking cute. Like if your your husband is going to be in a fucking wheelchair when your kids go into fucking college. That's true. Listen, I, I mean, I'm not, look, we're not part of their marriage, but I know for a damn fact, my husband did some dumbass shit when he was younger. I love you, babe. And I know you're listening, but you did some dumbass shit. There is a reason <laughs> why your back hurts. There is a reason why your knees hurt. You fucked up. You did a lot of dumb shit. We all do dumb shit when we're in our twenties, because guess what? We think we're invincible, right? Then 30 hits and all of a sudden everything hurts everything's cracking everything's bending and moaning and shit shouldn't happen right so if my husband decides that at the ripe age of 
37. He's going to take back those My Chemical Romance tickets after me saying this, but I don't care. (laughs) At the ripe age of 37, if my husband decides that he is going to get back on his skateboard and do all the Tony Hawk shit he used to do back in the day, I'm going to hide every single skateboard deck we have in this house, including our daughters. And I'm going to tell him, if you do this stupid shit, I'm going to sit there and laugh at you in the hospital then hit on the doctor that comes and checks on you and i mean every single word of it i'm not i don't like look at Miz. okay i know we keep bringing up Miz, but Miz is a good point here how many constituents there's my big word for the episode how many constituents of Miz? so Miz starting in, in wwe to now how many people who have done the flippy trippy shit have come and gone or their careers got ended shorter meanwhile Miz is still there a lot so that speaks loudly right there no, um, I think something said to some to them being safe workers and while I'm okay with a little bit of recklessness right I'm okay with a little bit of anarchy that chaos has to be controlled and I think that Miz, because you go back to him, he's a very good example of what you could be in the business if you are smart. You don't have to be the guy who is flipping off of fucking ladders and tables all day and doing that goddamn, that shit is death-defying shit. Like you could really hurt yourself jumping off of ladders and off of top ropes and off of the fuck of cages. Like Shane McMahon jumping off of the top of Hell in a Cell scares the fucking shit out of me. Okay. Kevin Owens jumping off the top of Hell in a Cell scares the shit out of me. And you know what? Kevin doesn't do that shit often. That's a rarity. You know what I'm saying? But like Miz, Miz isn't gonna do that because he knows he's not that kind of a wrestler. And that's okay. It's like because he doesn't exhibit certain characteristics that other wrestlers have somehow he doesn't meet the criteria but roman doesn't do no flippy trippy shit and y'all suck his dick every day well before they well they weren't before but that's not the whole Nah, but they doing it now you know how they are acknowledge him acknowledge yeah yeah a year or two ago you was calling him a bitch-ass nigga for not showing up at wrestlemania Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i remember okay I'm just saying it's it's not it's a double standard and but Miz has nothing to to be ashamed of or even I wouldn't give a shit about what anybody says about me Miz has one of the most beautiful women in the world who's in love with him he's Mm -hmm. got two beautiful children he makes a good money to take care of himself and his family and even after WWE he'll still have a career like this is no shade to Renee. Like we're trying to get him cast as Johnny Cage. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, and Ali in that Blade movie. I don't. We could do uh, two things at yeah, one time. Ali will be good for that. We, we we just we just want a little bit of that cut because we we've, he's been working for you guys like pro bono. Okay, we just <laughs> want a little bit. But like my thing is just because here's the difference I think between like guys like Mox and Miz. Mox like Mox went to the business doing this, but see. Maurice is that woman who has no problem standing up to her husband because I'm pretty sure she's called him out on some bullshit. And well, I don't think that Renee has a problem with standing up to him, but I think Moxley has issues that are outside. 
there are issues that are outside of what he's doing. And he's not taking the steps to take care of himself mentally. Well, I don't know. I Like I say, I don't know how their marriage works and I'm not trying to say anything, but, or put, you know, but I'm just like, your husband already went through rehab. He is still doing this shit. He is the same age as me. So he's going to be 37 this year. You guys have a kid. When is it the end of the day, Moxley is still going to do what he wants to do. Oh, Renee can express her grievances for sure. Which, to Renee's credit, I think she's talked to him about slowing down a little bit. But he's, he's obviously going to do what he wants to do. I think that he's that, doing bloody guts next month. Yeah, I think that that, that that is, I think that's a sign that there's something else going on here. That this wrestling shit, yeah, that's something that he wanted to do. But the dangerous aspect of it, the blood shit, the constant, I need to prove, like he's always doing something that makes him look like a badass all the time. I don't understand. And it, it, it makes me think that there's something else going on here. And I don't want to speculate or diagnose anything, but I can't help but see the writing on the wall. Something else is going on here. It's like watching Ric Flair. Ric Flair is getting ready to have a match. He's fucking years old. What are you going to do? Why? Why are you having this match? For what? And then Ricky stands up his opponent. Oh my God. I don't understand. You can't let go. And I don't understand why you can't. Like you could have a whole ass school and just be building new wrestlers to start out and come into the game. Why are you still trying to live in the limelight? Because he knows the second he steps away from, and this is, this, no, fuck it. I don't care at this point. He knows the minute he steps away from the limelight, he's going <laughs> to die because no one's going to give him attention. No one's going to talk about him. He can do exactly what Booker T did, start the damn school and funnel his shit into the other companies. He does not have to be in the limelight. He's never going to be forgotten. He's Rick fucking Flair. For God's sake, he's never going to be forgotten. Good, bad, or indifferent. He has made his mark in that industry. He is crossover capable. He's not going to go anywhere. Even when he dies, he's going to become a fucking martyr. So what are you doing? What are you trying to prove? At 78 years old, what are you doing? He's going to die in that match. There's nothing for you to prove. There's nothing left. Instead of doing this, you could have set the school up. Tyler Breeze and fucking Seth got schools and they still wrestle. You could have had him go wrestling school years ago and not even just for the technical shit. Because we all know Ric Flair wasn't the greatest wrestler. His biggest claim to fame was his character. You could have been building stars. But instead, you were being selfish. Like a lot of the guys in his generation or his class. Let's be honest. It doesn't make any sense. But going back to the original thing, though, it's just like, Again, if this is if this is a work, fucking hell, Max. Fucking hell. You deserve everything nice in the fucking world because, boy, he put his whole body into that promo. I'm pretty sure he gave himself a headache. I think it's a work, but it's still true. I I, I, I think it's I think it's both. I mean, I it's 
what did Nicole? What did you put on Twitter that we've been writing Max's promo for him from everything we've been saying? <laughs> <laughs> I just, I mean, think about. Yeah, I mean, he's supposed to be one of the biggest stars of fucking AEW. He's one of the pillars, right? Which I think that is absolute bullshit. And then he, if I mean, again, if this isn't work, we're just talking about. He's getting paid less than a dude in WWE who does main event and then goes back into catering and eats lobster and steak. Hmm. He straight up said he's been carrying that company on his back since day one. And he's not lying. And he should feel that way. You, you, You do all of this and have the have these people as fucking building blocks to do what with them to make room for wwe talent to push a suicidal lemur apparently because, you know what what will solidify it if athena takes that title off of jade people oh that's it no that's the beginning of the end right there Tell me, is if you notice, they kept the let's see the first two, and like no shade, but I was thinking about this first two major AEW champions, ex WWE guys, mm-hmm. and then you had Hangman, or no, and then you Kenny. had no, you had Kenny, and yeah. that was basically all that was was this. It, call it what it was it was just a basically a dick tugging like look how great kenny omega is blah 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 he had three championships at that point the triple a the impact and he had the AEW championship oh, we, we do not talk about that failed experiment and then hangman gets it and they do absolutely jack shit with hangman then they give it the punk which could have fucking called that and now Punk's hurt, and they're going to have a champion in his face. Now, in that span, MJF has only gotten one title shot against Moxley. One time. Yeah. And no time has he ever been in the tag division. Or, no. I don't fucking know. How about you put the TNT title on him instead of do- putting on Sammy Guevara? Sammy Guevara is, what, a four-time TNT champion at this point? Yeah. But MJF has had no shit. And I know not every wrestler has to have fucking titles in every company. But this guy is fucking gold. People hate this shithead. I don't like him, but there's times I want to smack the shit out of him. I can't. <laughs> but he's, he's good at what he does, is what I'm saying. And he, and he is. And but he that goes back to the point, like he deserves to be compensated correctly for that. Even as an all-elite superstar, he was one of the first. So why is it people coming in later immediately are being brought in as all-elite? They're being paid for it, and he is not. All I'm saying is if Athena gets that AEW women's title before fucking Ruby. Oh, she's going to get it. I feel so bad for Ruby. I feel I feel bad for Ruby. I know she says she happy, but I'm like, bitch, you promised me X, Y, Z. Where the fuck is it? I think they are going to have Jay drop that title to Athena, and then she's going to take that title off of Thunder Rosa. And which I don't have a problem with Jay moving up to get the title off of Rosa. 
What I have a problem with is bringing in Athena to take the title off of Jade. And you have probable superstars there that can do it. Chris Statlander being one of them. Are they gonna are they gonna do it though? No. No, they're gonna give it to Athena. And she sucks. Oh, better she, she sucks on the microphone. I hate it. We're no, gonna move on. Now she's calling it her O face. Oh. Your husband, that'd be the only O face I'd be given to. Wow. Well, we're gonna keep it one handy with you. Okay. So Damien, I was please. like, oh my God, I'm gonna throw up. <laughs> He's like, stop it. Damien Priest and Matt Riddle were in the news this week. No, Damien, it was more Matt Riddle than it was Damien Priest. He came in a little later. But Matt Riddle, one of his many, many conquests came out and tried to out him, but it didn't do her no good. That bitch's shit didn't get no traction, no retweet, no nothing. She came out and was telling her story. She said that Matt Riddle is a pervert and that he likes to date 18 and 19 year olds. While that's very young, it is very much still legal. And there's nothing wrong with it as long as they are consenting adults he is allowed to date as young as he is, as young as he wants, as long as within the letter of the law. Um, we might think it's weird, but he can do whatever the hell he wants. Unfortunately. He also alleged that Matt Riddle and Damian Priest like to run trains on girls together. They like the tag team. And a lot of people were very interested in this. And Nicole was like, <laughs> I am not fucking surprised by any of this. And I was just like, from what we hear about Matt Riddle, and what I've heard about Damian Priest, like, I'm (laughs) like, I'm not like, I don't know why everyone's acting like they're so shocked, bamboozled, awe, and like, I got that vibe from him. Well, not everybody knows what you know, Nicole. You know a lot of shit. I keep it that way. I hate her sometimes. <laughs> Make sure people, you know, obviously everybody don't need to know business that we know of certain people. But that's mm-hmm. besides the point. And even if I didn't generally know like this information at the same time, it's like they're look like it. Yeah. <laughs> like they're so close, like he's like Damien Priest looks like he lives his, like nothing like that's not he lives a rock star lifestyle that's what yeah. he yeah. so I'm not surprised and this is even so. I've heard some wild shit about others which I will not I refuse I will not say on on air it's an air like on the radio not huh? what you tell us later <laughs> yes and with yeah. people who are actually <laughs> married so well, you on the road 300 something fucking days a year you get horny shit happens as long as you do it with adults not. you're consenting and everyone does it safe i don't fucking care yeah really like literally care. who cares matt riddle love that married. for them explore yeah, and then i didn't like him. what i kind of also didn't like the undercut like sort of shaming if um which you know he probably is um how 
like Matt Riddle is sexually fluid, he should not be shamed for that. If that's what he likes, that's his business if that's what he likes. I don't give a shit about none of that. Men don't pay my bills. Why the fuck should I care? He just shouldn't have been doing it on his wife. I mean, she might be a shitty person, but if you're going to be married, you want to so. commitment. No. Yeah. Nah, well, you know, y'all ain't shit. Can I just say karma and that be my final answer? If you marry and you committed yourself to this person, male or female, pansexual or not, if you are married, you ain't got no business out here living your best life with nobody else. I don't give well, a fuck they, how shitty the person is. That's wrong. Well, didn't they say they were in an open marriage, though? No. Why did I hear that they were in an open I marriage? I heard that, too, but I didn't, yeah. I didn't get, like, a for sure answer. She didn't say that. Because mm-hmm. she Listen, we gotta really listen to Larry, the female version of Larry the Lobster. No, it's not that. Okay. We all know she's a horrible person. That's not what I'm talking about. You're getting two different stories here. Now, I do remember hearing Matt Riddle say that. Yeah. But she did not say that. Well, no, because she's trying to fucking save face. I don't know about that. Well, I think she is. I don't think so. I mean, it is what it is at this point. He ain't come home and see like that. That was my favorite tweet or comment. He has not came home and see the kids. Y'all ain't shit. Let's go to Jake Atlas. Well, let's go to Ringside News. Ringside News got in trouble. Uh, I think it was last week. Because they were tweeting about Nyla Rose being trans and being the second, because she was not the first, she was the second AEW Women's Champion because she beat Riho for the championship, right? Even though they kept calling her the first. But, he was um, not. They were going off on Twitter about it. And it was an odd thing. And they were like retweet. They were tweeting their DMs with Tony Khan. But they were only tweeting what they said. And it was only once that he responded to them. And they tweeted that. It was just, it was very, very weird. Is the only way to explain it. Um... I don't understand what's going on, but in the midst of all that bullshit, USA Today cut them off from their sports affiliate program. They were affiliated with USA Today. They are no longer affiliated with them. They've lost that affiliation. I I just don't understand where it came from or why it even started in the first place. (laughs) See, that's what I was looking for, because I'm like, what the fuck set this off? I don't know, but they have been tweeting about AEW for a minute, and then all of a sudden they were like, I can't believe AEW let a man be the first women's champion, and I was just like, there were no men that were the AEW women's champion. They were like, and then one of the people retweeted was like, this is wrong and disrespectful. Nyla wasn't the first AEW Women's Champion, first of all, and you owe her an apology for tweeting out this bullshit. He goes, oh, because I don't want to recognize her craziness. You, and They were just really cruel and disgusting. And I don't understand what the problem is. Nyla Rose isn't hurting anybody. She's just living her best life, doing what she loves to do. I don't understand why she's a target, but it, it, it makes sense because 
little bitches are always finding easy targets to go after and because they don't have anything else to do. So as far as I'm concerned, Ring of uh, Ring News was holding on by a thread from the beginning, but now they they're they're dead in the water. Well, it's only a matter of time where they shut down. Well, here's the fucked up part: they have never apologized at all. They're not going to. And people, I'm t- remember, I need this on a shirt when we start making merchandise. Satan works hard. Twitter works harder. I need that on a fucking shirt, okay? Like for real. Got it. Because people were find people were finding like this the guy who like works for Ringside News who was tweeting that shit. They found his Facebook profile. They found a mugshot, and they found this picture of him, which I think is very funny, where it's a close up, and it looks like there's some kind of um, sticky white substance on his face. Ew. That's sick. <laughs> yeah. I, th- I think Dick, were you sucking, sir? Well, apparently not you probably USA today trying to get that thing back. Hell no, gonna, baby. That's dead in the water too. All I'm gonna say is this, and because I could go off about just leaving transgender people alone and let them live their life. Are you just mad that a transgender man or a transgender woman could pull more bitches than you, including any that you may have. No, they just don't have anything else to do and they're miserable people. They're miserable people. It's like, who cares? I don't don't understand it. She isn't doing anything. Nyla isn't doing anything. I don't care what nobody says. When she smashed Ruby in the face with that cake, and that girl was like, jokes on you, heifer. I love Kate and Violet. That shit was funny. She I don't sucked. care. No. <laughs> <laughs> great on Twitter. Funny. Best fight I heard ever. That's my girl. I don't care what nobody say. That lady's funny. Y'all are wrong. And I hope Ringside News goes to the dumps. I hope it goes to the toilet and eventually y'all go defunct. Because you never get anything right either. A lot yep. of your shit is speculation and innuendo. Very much Rings Wrestling Observer. They be doing it too. Y'all just y'all just lie or y'all do disgusting shit like take close-up shots of people's asses in the ring and want to do a best butts poll of all the women. Don't think we didn't forget about that. It's just gross. You know what we should do big wads, and it's just disgusting. Leave that lady alone. You know what we should do then in that case? Top 10 best dick prints in wrestling. If they can do, look, all I'm saying is that they can do a thing with women asses and no one comes for them. We, as four women who admire the, you know, male anatomy, we should do top 10 dick prints in wrestling. Yeah, but the difference is we don't give a shit about the dick print. <laughs> we, we don't care. yourself, ma'am. Oh, ma'am. my God. You ain't seen Samoa Joe's dick print. Yes, I have. No, Alexis. <laughs> when he was I cannot to- with you. <laughs> <laughs> you saw something. I don't know what it was, but you saw something. Jesus. The point is, we're not gross. We're not doing no. that. So. 
No. We're not doing that. We can admire a man and how he looked without turning him in and objectifying him. We can do that. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to be scrolling on people's dicks and like, yep, yep, that's all right, right? No, I'm not doing I'm not doing that. That's a lot of work. <laughs> well, we all know, like, the number one dick print would be Finn Balor and those gray trunks. Well, yeah, because it is the most visible. But that's not the fucking point. See, Alexis is just going there. That's not the point. <laughs> we're, we're not going to do it. I'm so gross. We're gonna leave it alone. The last thing we're gonna talk about is Jake Atlas. All right, so Jake Atlas got arrested for domestic violence. Um, he was drunk at a bar, called a friend to come get him, and he became violent with the friend after he after he went to another friend's house. He got ugly. Same friend called the police. And a report was filed. Um, I don't know what happened after that because all I saw was the police report and the man's mugshot. Pretty sure, um, probably not going to be in all elite wrestling anytime soon. Although he only wrestled over there once that I can recall. And then was injured. Yeah, that's what yeah. I was about to ask. Didn't he get injured in his first match? I think yeah. so. So. I don't know. Hopefully he'll get himself together. And it was just, you know, an isolated incident. So just being drunk and out of your mind. (sighs) Well, no, because he got drunk and then his partner and him, he, it was crazy. Like the more it came out, because there was that whole thing with like, he wanted to have a threesome with his partner and a girl, and then he got mad because his partner was giving the girl more attention than him. That was that was what was said, yeah. Oh. But he was drunk, so like I said, I hope this is an isolated incident of just you being drunk and belligerent because of the alcohol. We all know alcohol can change personalities, okay? Um, so I'm hoping that this is an isolated incident and not a regular occurrence. For his sake and for his partner's sake. I just, because it's weird because if you Google Jake Atlas like two days before all this stuff broke out, he was talking about how like, uh, he's talking about mental health and all that stuff. I'm like, oh, these did not age well for you. I mean, yeah, he has some mental health stuff, but we've all gotten drunk and done stupid shit. Now, granted, you haven't. I've never gotten drunk and um, physically abused my partner. I've never tried to abuse your partner. I'm just saying, I just hope that it's an isolated incident and it's not something detrimental. Well, I mean, I don't think it'll stop AEW. They got plenty of other people who beat the shit out of their domestic partners over there. So, the shade of it all. Did anyone ask Jericho's wife recently where she was at? January 6th. <laughs> no, but I've been asking J.K. and apparently Nikita Lyons where they've been at on January 6th. Oh, so. let's talk about Nikita. So everybody's been talking about Nikita what she's been up to. Everybody's is, favorite pog. It's very much a Second Amendment rights advocate and a MAGA supporter, as is Raquel. See, I wouldn't have had a problem with the Second Amendment thing. 
But the fact yeah, that that's she, fine. Yeah, whatever. Because I know responsible gun owners. I really do. They're not the all fucking... amendment was made for people back in the day, though, when they actually had to have the right to bear arms. Yeah, I know. I don't like the way they use that that constitutional amendment. It's stupid. Look, I, well, we can. I don't really want to get political, but I just think it's funny that y'all were simping over this woman. I'm gonna. Well, I'm just gonna say, majority of y'all were simping over this woman, even though she has the fakest BBL. <laughs> and she dude come on i don't care how many fucking squats a day you look at her and wow and you look at her now ain't no fucking way that shit is natural unless she's injected steroids into her ash cheeks well she she was 19 and wow and she's 22 now so she 22 that's what they say i saw someone um I think it was your clip. I don't, I can't remember if someone commented or someone, no, it was on Twitter, but it was the same clip you posted. And Mm. they were going to be like, they were like, you remember when they used to force us to watch her um, perform her entrance music each time she came? Oh, yeah, they did. She performed it every time. Every, every time. Nikita Lyons is the man's version of, I can fix her. Oh, child. Oh, child. I never liked that bitch for a reason. I didn't have an issue with her. I didn't know anything about the manga shit. I just wanted her to wrestle. I didn't give a damn about any of the body. She could have been 200 pounds for all I care. I don't care. I just wish she would have just, I just wanted her to focus on her wrestling. Because like I said, she can wrestle. It is there. I've seen her do it. So I didn't understand why everything is about the body. And I'm just like, what are you doing? What What is this? And like, she wasn't that big when she was in wild wrestling. And she wasn't. I posted the clip. She was not that big. And I'm like, okay. Live your best life, ma'am. Hope that up. Hope that hope that lasts you for a while. Wait a minute, you you man, she twenty two. That's what they say. Now I remember watching Wild Wrestling in two thousand and eighteen. Let me make sure I double check when that clip was posted because. I could have sworn she couldn't have been 19 and while wrestling in 22 now. Because um, it was posted earlier. Let me double check. Because if that's the truth, if she's 22, then I'm 27. (laughs) Ain't no fucking way. Well, it was three years ago. So I was watching her in while wrestling three years ago. That would make her 22 now. <clears throat> but her name was Faith the Lioness in Wild Wrestling. And I was just like, okay, if you say so, babe. Everyone's like, drop the skincare, drop the skincare. Okay, first off, you gotta wear sunscreen when you go outside. And uh, don't be a MAGA bitch. Oh, she boasting about Drake following her. Yes. 
Run, run. Nikita Lyons. Because she's a big uh, girl with a big ass. You know Drake like girls with big asses. Oh, Drake, haven't you learned from Nikki? It ain't real. No, he got that French girl pregnant, that French porn star pregnant, was hiding his son for like, well, how old is his son? How old is Adonis? Like, like five? I guess. Oh. He was hiding the boy for years. So, I mean, I don't know. It's messy. Can wrestling get just back to being funny and not wrestling and crazy and ugh? It don't matter. I mean, at this point, at this point, they, they, they've decided that what they're going to do is what they're going to do. She's going to be one of the girls who's, you know, all about body. And hopefully everything else we talked about works itself out. The MJF stuff, only time will tell when it comes to MJF. But that's all we got, folks. Now, tomorrow is um, in your house, if you care. Um, you're going to have uh, Braun Breaker going up against Joe Gacy. The women's title is going to be defended against Wendy Chu. Um, you've got, uh, what is his name? Oh, North American Championship is going to be defended. You're going to have, uh, To the Moon going up against, what's his face? I can't think of their names right now. And you're going to have the women's tag team titles defended against, uh, Katana and Kaden. And you have Pretty Deadly going up against the Creed Brothers. And I think there's one more match. I think there's about five matches on the card for NXT in your house. Hell in a Cell is Sunday, if you care. It's a very raw stacked pay-per-view with one SmackDown match added to the card. Mad Cat Moss is going to go up against um, Happy Corbin in a no-holds-bars match. Triple threat match for the Raw Women's Championship. The um, the men's championship for the U.S. title will be Mustafa Ali versus Austin Theory. By the way, Helen Hel Nacelle is in Chicago, which is Mustafa Ali's hometown. Um, Judgment Day is going to go up against Morgan, Balor, and Styles. Mm. And the only Helen Nacelle match on the card is Cody Rhodes versus Seth Rollins. And you will have a two-on-one match with Omos in MVP versus Bobby Lashley. I think I'll skip Hell in a Cell this year. I'm watching that match with Rose and um, Rollins. I want to see it. And I want to see Bianca's match. So I'm watching it. Oh, how about a background noise, probably. Other than that... That's your wrestling news for the last couple of weeks. If we missed something, you guys know what to do. You can always send us a message on Twitter. We're on Down for the Count at Down for the Count 19. Or you can send us a message on Instagram at D4TC underscore podcast. And one thing we would ask as a favor is if you guys could give us a rating on whatever platform you listen to us on, whether it be Anchor, Apple, Google, Spotify, 
wherever you listen to us on, just give us a rating. It'll really help and to push our podcast out there and for other people to hear our beautiful, amazing opinion of the IWC. So all that being said, it's time to go, folks. So you guys have a nice night, day, weekend, whatever you're listening to us. We gonna see y'all later. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Peace <laughs> up, A-Town Down. For you, Janae. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God.